Welcome back to the Rediscover the 80s podcast and another episode of Memory Jogger Mystery. You've got Jason here, and over there is Wyatt. You're right. I am over here. How are you doing? On location this week. That is true. I am <laughs> on location. Uh, it's not the Batcave, unfortunately, but <laughs> no, it's still rather breezy and got a little bit of a salt air, salt sea blowing mm. on my, my whiskers. You could uh, dress up like Batman and go surfing, you know, with those like yellow shorts that he had. That is true. I could and get some shark repellent, you know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that supposedly doesn't work on the Lego movie version. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was a great movie. Just interjecting so many iterations of Batman in one movie. It was awesome. We watched it probably countless times by now where I have it playing in my DVD player in the car. That's all the kids want to watch right now, and I've listened. I haven't watched it very well, because I'm driving, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But I've listened to it. Oh, it has to be going on 30 times by now. <laughs> and I just don't get a chuckle when I hear the computer go, public batteries to power, turbines to speed. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. whole password, Iron Man sucks. You know. <laughs> Alfred the butler with two Ts. Yeah. yeah I love his laugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we watched it in the theater, and yeah, I've probably seen it at least a dozen times. Uh, yeah, probably not as many the, as you, but yeah, we watched it in the theater, and it wasn't too long after that I saw it on uh, DVD. Uh, so I obviously got it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's been a few movies. I love that those newer animation movies throw in something for the parents. You know, from their time, at least most of them do. You watch what like the see. minions and all that; they threw in a bunch of stuff. And well, yeah, they got to bring in the '80s. Like, uh, I haven't seen the latest one. I don't know if it's out yet or not. But the, the last one they did, they had like that's right, Michael Jackson, <laughs> all mixed John. up into one character. Yeah, yeah, that one bad guy. I uh, saw or have seen people. Really enjoy the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie on Disney Plus that's uh, more 90s oriented, I guess, but still a lot of pop culture references. Uh, I tried to watch it and didn't get very far. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it all the way through either. I've seen bits and pieces every time we, on the weekend, we try to do a movie night, at least one, maybe two. It's been movie night almost perpetual for the summer for the boys. Mm -hmm. Uh, I after work, so I don't get many movie nights. But I've started to, and I've watched about the, I would call it the middle, oh, I'd say halftime to the three-quarter mm-hmm. show. And yeah, you see a lot of, it starts out with 80s, so you see Blaster, the Transformer, out in the audience at one point. <laughs> uh, you see the Rescue Rangers, how it starts, which Rescue Rangers was, I think, 87, 86, 87, 88, somewhere in that I think you're right. There's a few. Oh, there's. They go through this little. I think, like my halftime to to the three quarter mark. I saw them whiz by. Like they're going through this this Comic Con. So they got all these people. They got the My Little Ponies go by, and they have. (laughs) Oh, Chris Tomlin voices this guy. Um, oh, what's his name? He's he's the bear. Shoot. I'm I'm blanking. Yeah, he's a famous bear, but I don't remember him very well growing up. 
a uh, 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 boo. Is it boo? Blue? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Chris Tom is a, a favorite uh, Christian contemporary uh, singer that I like. And, oh, okay. And he he voices that bear. That was one of his favorite characters. Uh, oh, is up. it is it what is it? Blue the bear from yeah, the yeah. Jungle Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I got yeah. you now. There's a few other ones. They have a they have a guy that's not Gumby, but he he's the like cop or detective whatever, and he acts just like Gumby, except it's the it's a different voice. I've heard it before. Uh, yeah, he's a guy you always see on uh, Farmers Insurance. That guy. Oh yeah, that was uh, Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movies. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So he voices him, and it's hilarious to hear his voice and do that part. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they have this Comic Con. They have the Ugly Sonic, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> they have. I thought I saw a Thundercat. I want to say it was actually Lionel, but they didn't voice him. They just see him pass by. They sounds- they did. They did a lot, though. If you, what the little bit I've seen, there is so many. They have Bugs Bunny, and that's the competition for Walt Disney. So yeah. they did a lot of licensing because you see everybody in the whole <laughs> gamut. Uh, sounds like Simpsons. overload. Yeah, it is. They had Simpsons, but of course they own it now. But right. um, they try to do um, an ugly Simpsons, like an alternative. Yeah, it's, it was a great, what little pits I've seen that looked like a great movie. I want to freaking see the whole thing so I can <laughs> tell you a good rating. So you can comment on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still need to get on that too. I haven't been too much into the streaming uh, uh, apps lately, except for the freebies. And I'm getting to the point where I'm most ready to get rid of everything except for the freebies. There's enough content on there for me, from Pluto TV and Tubi to... Uh, just keep me entertained for life. So well, <laughs> there's a couple of shows. I mean, Cobra Kai season five is coming up at the end of the year on Netflix. Yep. And then of course, stranger things next year. So I'll be, you know, resubscribing for that. And uh, there's a couple of shows on HBO max too, that I'd like to keep watching. I've actually, I had that for the longest time and just in the last couple of months unsubscribed. So yeah, just trying to save a little money here and there, and I'm doing things here, there, and everywhere, so I'm, I'm not watching a whole lot of TV, and I'm like, why am I paying for this if we ain't watching it, you know? <laughs> that's, that's it. We're at that point now with HBO Max and a few others. We're thinking about chopping yeah. them off, because I don't, I mean, I barely watch TV as much as it sounds like I watch a lot. I, like I said, movie nights, Friday or and or Saturday night is mm-hmm. movie night for me, and I try to sit down with the kids, mostly Adam and Ryan. And it's usually maybe once a month I can actually sit through an entire one. Yeah. But something always has me, you know, the baby or something always has me going. So it's hard to sit down. What little right. TV I do watch for myself is all reruns because I know it. <laughs> but all your just DVDs. Now, well, that too. But even then, I just now saw. Jeff Foxworthy's show is on Tubi, and I've never watched it and wanted to watch it. So I've been watching it hmm. only in this episode yeah. four. I've seen a couple. I remember seeing a couple episodes when it originally aired and didn't really connect with me. But 
Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it so far. And of course, you know, me and my TV shows, I found a character, an actor, who played on My Two Dads. Oh. And it's the older guy. He was always uh, Michael Taylor, who was Paul Reiser's character. Mm-hmm. It was his boss. And, you know, he only he only bit, had bit parts in there. I maybe saw him six, seven times in the entire series. Yeah. But he shows up in Jeff Foxworthy as Jeff's father-in-law. So it's hilarious because Jeff's character is obviously him, which is redneck. But he <laughs> married into a very to-do family. So there's uh, that big cross connect, and, and gotcha. you know the gotcha. guy is like always looking down on him, and that's the persona that Jeff always thinks. <laughs> um, but he's he, but Jeff always throws out the you might be a redneck. I mean that's what he's known for, right. especially that era. And a lot of the jokes he spouts out are just straight out of like a year or two's worth of what he's done on tour. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, I've heard that before. Ha ha ha. Yeah, it's not as funny as it used to be. <laughs> Using his uh, stand-up material. That's exactly what they did. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I'd love to be. I, I saw that they've had very good uh, increase in in subscribers, like thirty percent or something over the last quarter. Uh, just going through my news feed this past week, so I was like, "Yeah, keep it coming," because that's about the the best place to find nostalgia. Uh, oh yeah, and obscure stuff like that. I mean, who thinks about wanting to stream Jeff Foxworthy until you find it? You know, so right. And they brought on uh, my two dads as well. So of course, I'm in heaven right there. <laughs> I get to see my girl over and over again. Uh huh. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> yeah, I was stuck over on Pluto TV for the longest time. I watch a lot of poker over there, but they also have a good bit of movies and whatever there's usually two or three that they'll feature each month and it's like the old cable system the the way they got it set up so i'll turn it on and i'm in the middle of like this month it's major league so i'll start watching in the middle and fall asleep or something and then the next night i'll come back and it's towards the end and i'll catch the beginning the next night so i kind of piece a movie together over the course of three nights uh (laughs) over there on pluto but uh I don't know. That format is just what I know and like the old cable system. And uh, I mean, people still have cable, but uh, I we haven't had cable for, I don't know, but more than a decade, uh, probably 15 years. And uh, it's just, you know, that getting out of that routine for watching TV and into streaming and all that, you're just not used to. (laughs) <laughs> seeing those channels and me able to scroll and come in in the middle of something. I don't know. Right. I, that's just comfort TV watching for me <laughs> anyway. So uh, glad uh, we finally got the chance to get back together here. I know it's been a minute, but we thank everybody for listening and sticking with us. And of course, uh, feedback on our shows. We always uh, are looking for that uh, over on socials. Why usually tells you about those at the end of the show and, of course, we got our Telby voicemail link in the show notes that you can leave us a voicemail if you want us to hear your voice and uh, you know ask us a question or have any topic suggestions. We'd love to hear those. We did get one piece of feedback, Wyatt, uh, over on Instagram from Ken Spalding. He's chimed in before on the uh, PSA episode, the, the last one that we did in the feed. 
And uh, Ken said, love the PSA episode. Definitely remember so many of those. Here's a few I remember. And he sent me some uh, a couple screenshots here. One is don't drown your food. And I remember this one. It's uh, basically saying don't dump an excess of salad dressing on your salad, you know. Well, that still doesn't work for me. (laughs) It doesn't for me either. That one never sunk in because I, I love to drown my salads in lots of Italian dressing mainly, uh, or if we have the uh, fake Olive Garden dressing on hand, that's usually my two go-tos for salad dressing. But yeah, so that was one. Don't drown your food. And then the uh, the drug PSA with the uh, guy that morphs into a snake, the drug dealer. That was pretty creepy. Oh, yeah. He, he's got like this hood and fangs and everything. And, and Ken says scary. Uh, yeah. I mean, seeing that definitely scary when you're a kid <laughs> to get scary away from drugs, essentially. So if you missed that episode, that was the previous one in our feed. And uh, we've got a new one for you. We don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but uh, you do. I'm glad you're here and uh, you ready to find out what we're going to talk about. Let's do it. Let's uh, play Plinko. <laughs> yeah, let's try to get it in the uh, 5,000, right? All right, let's hit the old randomizer and see what we get. Michael Michael J. J. Fox is uh, our topic. Another actor, uh, beloved actor from our childhood and essentially throughout probably what the 90s. Um, I'm probably going to go ahead and just cheat right away and pull up up his IMDb because... uh, I know he's been in a lot, but I think what first connected with me was probably Back to the Future. I remember that being one of the uh, early rentals as a kid when back when we uh, rented the VCR along with our movie selections. Imagine that time and uh, carried that big briefcase home. I remember one of the early ones that we got was the old top loader where you got the push buttons in the front and then it popped up from the top and you insert your VHS tape in there. But uh, yeah. So on special occasions, usually like uh, birthdays or I don't know, it might've been just uh, over the summer when we wanted to watch a movie at the house, we would go down to, it was right on the corner around the curve coming out of Kerwinsville there in Pennsylvania, there was a old building. They've torn it down since then that had a, a video rental store there. And I believe that's where we usually went to get the VCR as well. Cause I don't remember having a VCR in the house until we moved to Clearfield, which was early nineties. <laughs> so uh, late adapters to having a VCR in the house and one of those nights i do specifically remember renting back to the future and uh just being blown away by the concept of time travel of course uh marty was just cool he played the guitar he had you know jennifer the girlfriend and he had this funny doctor of a friend (laughs) doc brown and this cool car the delorean I mean, what more could you ask for in a movie? Time travel, a cool car, 
cool guy and just uh, a very fun story going back to visit his parents. And I've watched several documentaries over the years on Back to the Future, uh, one on the restoring the original car from the uh, Universal Studios lot that sat there for years. That one was pretty fun. That might be over on YouTube. And Bob Gale, I think, contributed to that one. And there's been other ones over the years, uh, episodes of different shows, too, like documentary-type shows that have featured Back to the Future. But uh, well, what do you remember? Before. Remember, oh, so- you came up at one point. We, we watched oh, Was that there with you? Okay, yeah. Yeah, we watched it, I think, on Netflix or wherever it was. But we watched that, that Back to the Future, and then... There was the, uh, like I said, the, the DeLorean where they found it on the Universal backlot because people had taken too many pieces out of it. That's right. Yeah. The doors open, so it was yep. all deteriorated. So someone went, spent the time and restored it. Now it's in a, it was in a glass case, or they planned to have it in a glass case and in a museum somewhere. Yeah, I can't so, remember yeah. exactly where it, uh, where it ended up, but yeah, do you remember watching was was uh back to the future your first experience with michael j fox actually no it was family ties i remember we were quite the avid watchers i, I don't know mm-hmm. that we weekly but pretty dang close we we watched uh him on family ties it was i don't remember too many details except you know the intro where someone when someone buzzes by i think it's michael and and buzzes by this this the actress Mm-hmm. she whips her hair around you know spins around <laughs> jeez what's her name um the uh his sister yeah oh um yeah um yeah what's Bateman. his face's sister Bateman. yeah justine bateman yeah <laughs> i was trying to remember the last name since uh jason bateman is you know been the brother uh, yeah pretty popular in, in shows but but yeah i i remember watching him for a bit and then it was i mean i remember watching back to the future but back to the future was i i still don't believe i saw the first one in the theaters mm-hmm. there's i know we've talked about it several podcasts ago about you know watching movies and so yeah. so forth there's something in the back of my memory that has me thinking i went to go see one like the second or third and I think it was with you, but I don't recall us being one of your memories is where we were the, like the last ones coming in the door yeah. and then shut the door and said, you know, it's full seating. I had to wait. I don't think we did that, but I know I was in the line down the alley behind it. <laughs> um, anyway, I remember watching all of them and I, I loved his work. I didn't appreciate it till I was much older, but I loved his work, you know, uh, as a kid growing up with mm-hmm. him and i remember watching him didn't watch teen wolf so i didn't know what that was all about still don't except that you know it turns into a werewolf um <laughs> the one the last thing i remember him really being in was um doc hollywood okay yep that was 90s yep and that was a good movie from what i remember it's been many years i mean i've watched it on a i think a rental or borrowed something like that but i thought that was a 
comical movie for him. But I, like I said, I haven't seen him in much else. I know he's been mostly hit or you know hit or miss on different different movies, shows. Right. Uh, I think he's done voice work for a few things. I know he did Spin City. I mm-hmm. I didn't have cable or any access to Spin City, so I never watched it. So I don't know if it's interesting or not. But I know that that's where he finally. I think it was during the last few years of that that he finally came out and said he was having his his medical problems. So they yeah. had to start slowing his work down or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Parkinson. Yeah. Well, just bouncing back off of Family Ties, I do remember watching. I don't think it was really appointment television for us and our family. I remember watching reruns here and there and maybe the finale. Uh, the finale kind of sticks out to me because they play that song. I think it was the finale. Uh, at this moment, Billy Vera and the Beaters. That was, uh, I think, used in the finale. But I've got spotty kind of memories, more or less, of of family ties. Uh, actually, have a I found a uh, novelization in one of the thrift stores, a hardback book that was essentially a new episode that never aired so i've yet to dive into that but i saw that book and i was like oh that's that's neat um the earliest thing here on his imdb page that i can remember watching or have watched is he was on one episode of night court back in 1984 it was around christmas time and him and a girl play these like delinquent kids (laughs) trying to remember the whole plot of the episode but that uh i want to say was in season one which i i have uh i bought that digitally actually when it was on sale through google play and i remember getting to that episode oh michael j fox he did a lot of guest appearances tv movies kind of up until back to the future well he actually was filming if you remember, if he was filming like family ties during the day and then filming back to the future at night. Right. Uh, in what I guess would have been in 84 because that show was so popular and he didn't want to give it up to do a movie, but they wanted him. So they, uh, worked out that schedule. So he was you know, <laughs> pulling two shifts essentially a day. Teen Wolf was also in 1985. I remember watching that. Uh, probably on cable first. I didn't see that one in the theater and I watched it, uh, maybe about a year ago. I think it was on Tubi, um, or one of the streaming services and there's some fun parts in there surfing on the top of the van is memorable. And of course the basketball game, well, I guess you haven't seen it, but he he turns (laughs) into the, the wolf during the basketball game. Uh, so those are kind of the memorable scenes from that uh he did a movie in 1987 called light of day with uh joan jett actually of uh, joan jett and the Blackhearts. i have not seen that and i should have i just found in my last little haul of 45 records there's a song on there i don't know if he's singing if it's like a duet but they're both on the cover and it's from that movie so I need to rectify that light of day. The next one though, was a big one for me and I didn't connect with it again until 
cable years, like in the early nineties, but it was a staple on like TBS or USA network. One of those, the secret of my success. Have you seen that? I've not seen it, but I know of it. Oh, it's so much fun. I've seen it several, several times. And that's one of those movies I'm looking to find on VHS. If I can find a copy, I'm going to snag it so I can uh, watch in my room here. But he plays this uh, young kid. He's working in the mailroom of this building. And uh, he he um, delivers the mail around the building. And I, I think he learns about a job opening and decides to essentially fake it that uh, he's this whatever entrepreneur and <laughs> he's uh, gets in with the uh, suits upstairs, you know, in the meantime, while still trying to work his mail job and uh, the uh, company, like the CEO, his wife takes a liking to him and makes a pass at him. And there's this whole tension there. He's trying to figure out what to do now. Cause now that he's got the job, the dream job that he wants, he's got this lady that's uh, coming after him. So it was really fun. It's a really fun movie. One of my favorites of his, um, trying to see what else bright lights, big city. I don't recognize that. Family Ties ran from 1982 to 1989, 172 episodes. That's crazy. Yeah, that was, and there was also like a Family Ties vacation. Yes, uh, just scrolled past that here as I'm going through. Uh, it was a TV movie in 1985, Family Ties Vacation. Uh, Casualties of War in 1989 with Sean Penn. I don't think I've ever seen that one. And then, of course, Back to the Future 2 and 3 and 89 and 90 that they filmed together. Uh, But what's interesting is if you keep going a little bit, you see he was the voice of Stuart Little. And I've watched that movie a few times. And and I should have been able to pick him out, but I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I picked up on that right away. We that one came out. uh, Was that 90s when that came out? Yeah, 1999. Yep. We bought it on DVD at one point. I remember watching it with the boys when they were younger. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty fun movie. Doc Hollywood. Yeah, I I think I rented that and I've watched it like one time. And that's all I remember. Can't really remember much about Doc Hollywood. Need to watch that again. Uh, he was a voice of Chance in Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. I want to say I knew that. That's kind of like the uh, Milo and Otis, was it? Yep, and yep. those kind of movies back in the day, Benji, you know, yep. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Uh, one in 1993 that I just watched uh, like like three weeks ago. It's called Life with Mikey. I actually found a demo tape or a uh, screener tape uh, in a thrift store. And I had never seen a screener tape before, so I, I picked it up. I think it was like a dollar. And he runs this um, talent agency for kids that, you know, he's trying to get them uh, commercials and things like that. And uh, it was pretty comical. Nathan Lane is his business partner and I think his brother in the movie. And the one kid, like the main talented kid, is the guy from the show Numbers. 
Remember that? The genius yeah. guy that with the curly hair. He was also in the Santa Claus. He's uh, Bernard in, in the Santa Claus. He's uh, the kid in that movie, uh, like the main talent that they have. And then there's another little girl that I didn't recognize her in anything else. That's like the main kid in the movie that they're trying to, uh, you know, get this whole career started for. It was okay. It wasn't, you know, wasn't anything really to, oh, I gotta go back and watch that. But I was entertained. For love or money, greedy, don't drink the water, cold-blooded, none of those are ringing a bell. Uh, Blue in the face, the American president, Homeward Bound 2. I do remember him as, like, there's a guest role or a quick role in Mars Attacks from 1996. Stuart Little, you mentioned. And then, yes, so Spin City, it's been a while since I watched. I remember watching probably a season or two of Spin City, and that went longer than I could remember, too. That went from 1996 to 2001, 103 episodes. And that was a pretty fun show. Um, it was that was with his wife, right? Yes. Or am I thinking of something else? I was thinking Instead of his, that, or they brought uh, in uh, what's her face, um, Heather Locklear. They brought her in, I think maybe later in the show. Oh, I forgot they that Charlie Sheen came in too at the end. Wow. Well, there's another one that he was a big, a big to do. It's called the Michael J. Fox Show. That only ran for two years. I'm, I'm fast forwarding, but I'm wondering if that's what you were thinking of. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and I don't I'm trying to find. There it is. Unfortunately for me, there's just been a big disconnect since really Family Ties and. Uh, yeah, I mean, Spin City I knew of, but I, I was without cable then. Uh, active duty then, so mm-hmm. really didn't have much. I mean, I watched TV, don't get me wrong, but it, it was not anything mostly just hit or miss, you know, rentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Looks like he's done some voice work over the last several years. He's been guest stars on shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm, Designated Survivor, The Good Most Wife, community. actually, 26 episodes of The Good Wife. Yeah, so he looks like he's still, you know, doing what he can, voice acting and uh, still doing Back to the Future gigs. He's also Lego Dimensions. He was still Marty McFly. Yeah, and he used so uh, awesome. He was, he's still able to do that character. Yeah, Back to the Future, the game in 2010. I see. So, <laughs> and you know what was it? Um, it was the 30th anniversary, right? That we got together kind of on a whim on Back to the Future Day, the day that he yeah. goes to yeah. and Back to the Future 2. And they had a, a little reunion. I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel with him and Doc, uh, Christopher Lloyd and Huey Lewis out in the audience telling them they're too darn loud, you know. <laughs> okay. uh, that was really fun. Lots of goodies that came out that year, like uh, – new blu-ray sets that included the animated series which i've never seen the animated series have you no i never did 
I also remember, I think it was around this 30th anniversary, didn't he do a, uh, who was it that did it? It was a, one of the late night talk shows, brought them in. I think we watched it. Where yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Board. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel brought it in. And then it's it's Doc that ends up taking an Uber going <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had the whole little skit put together there. That was really fun, but I don't think he was involved. I'm not even sure that uh, Christopher Lloyd was involved with the animated series. But, yeah, that was just something I totally missed me as well in the, I guess, probably mid-90s, 93 or 94 maybe is when that came out after all the movies. But, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed... I've enjoyed Michael J. Fox, but yeah, I think like you, my sweet spot, you say, is uh, mid 80s, Back to the Future and Family Ties and Teen Wolf and Secret of My Success. Those were really the ones that connected with me. And uh, it's been fun to kind of go back and watch those and think about you know, his condition now and God bless him for fighting all these years, uh, some in secret. And then, you know, when he couldn't, he basically opened up his whole foundation to helping research and, and people with Parkinson's and just, I don't know, maybe a decade ago, I remember seeing him come out on stage with Coldplay and play Johnny Be Good. Like he can actually play it. I think I'm pretty sure he learned to play it, you know, for the movie, but I'm sure he did. Um, That's awesome. That was, gotta, gotta find that. yeah, it's on YouTube. Just like search Coldplay Michael J. Fox and um, amazing at, you know, his point in his life that he's still able to do things like that. And uh, it was really fun to see him on stage and just people screaming and hollering, you know. As he's playing Johnny B. Good. So, very fun actor and uh, lots of good memories to jog with Michael J. Fox. Absolutely. Well, you want to take us out of here? Yeah, this has been awesome. Obviously, we didn't connect as well in the 90s, late 90s and on with Michael J. Fox. But However, we connected with him mostly in the 80s. And we'd like to hear your take on Michael J. Fox. Perhaps you can fill us in on a few of the episodes that we're missing or movies. Please feel free to comment in our show notes or on our social media outlets under at RD80s. You can also reach us via email. We've got Jason at rediscoverthe80s.com. we got myself, infamouswb at gmail.com. Don't forget about our Telby as well. You can leave us a voicemail. We're all high-tech here now. Mm-hmm. So uh, come on <laughs> down and give us a comment. And until next time, he's Jason over there. I'm Wyatt on a secret location. And we'll see you next time on Memory Jogger. Memory Jogger.